You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. May 7th, 2 Chronicles chapters 9 through 12. When the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came to test Solomon with hard questions at Jerusalem, with a very great caravan, including camels that bore spices, gold in abundance, and precious stones. When she had come to Solomon, she talked with him about all that was in her heart. Solomon answered all her questions. There wasn't anything hidden from Solomon which he didn't tell her. When the queen of Sheba had seen the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food of his table, the seating of his servants, the attendance of his ministers, their clothing, his cupbearers and their clothing, and his ascent by which he went up to Yahweh's house, there was no more spirit in her. She said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in my own land of your acts and of your wisdom. However, I didn't believe their words until I came, and my eyes had seen it, and behold, Half of the greatness of your wisdom wasn't told me. You exceeded the fame that I heard. Happy are your men, and happy are these your servants, who stand continually before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be Yahweh your God, who delighted in you and set you on his throne to be king for Yahweh your God, because your God loved Israel to establish them forever. Therefore, he made you king over them, to do justice and righteousness." She gave the king 120 talents of gold, spices in great abundance, and precious stones. There was never before such spice as the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. The servants of Haram and the servants of Solomon, who brought gold from Ophir, also brought algum trees and precious stones. The king used algum tree wood to make terraces for Yahweh's house and for the king's house, and harps, and stringed instruments for the singers. There were none like these seen before in the land of Judah. King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all her desire, whatever she asked, more than that which she had brought to the king. So she turned and went to her own land, she and her servants. Now the weight of the gold that came to Solomon in one year was 666 talents of gold, in addition to that which the traders and merchants brought. All the kings of Arabia and the governors of the country brought gold and silver to Solomon. King Solomon made 200 large shields of beaten gold. 600 shekels of beaten gold went to one large shield. He made 300 shekels of beaten gold. 300 shekels of gold went to one shield. The king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with pure gold. There were six steps to the throne with a footstool of gold, which were fastened to the throne, an armrest on either side by the place of the seat, and two lions standing beside the armrest. Twelve lions stood there on the one side, and on the other on the six steps. There was nothing like it made in any other kingdom. All King Solomon's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. Silver was not considered valuable in the days of Solomon, for the king had ships that went to Tarshish with Haram's servants. Once every three years, the ships of Tarshish came bringing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and peacocks. So Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom. All the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. 
They each brought tribute, vessels of silver, vessels of gold, clothing, armor, spices, horses, and mules every year. Solomon had 4,000 stalls for horses and chariots, and 12,000 horsemen that he stationed in the chariot cities and with the king at Jerusalem. He ruled over all the kings from the river, even to the land of the Philistines, and to the border of Egypt. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and he made cedars to be as abundant as the sycamore trees that are in the lowland. They brought horses for Solomon out of Egypt, and out of all the lands. Now the rest of the Acts of Solomon first and last, aren't they written in the history of Nathan the prophet, and in the prophecy of Ahijah the Shilonite, and then in the visions of Ido the seer concerning Jeroboam the son of Nebat? Solomon reigned at Jerusalem over Israel forty years. Solomon slept with his fathers, and he was buried in his father David's city, and Rehoboam his son reigned in his place. Second Chronicles chapter 10 Rehoboam went to Shechem. For all Israel had come to Shechem to make him king. When Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard it, for he was in Egypt, where he had fled from the presence of King Solomon, Jeroboam returned out of Egypt. They sent and called him, and Jeroboam and all Israel came, and they spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke grievous. Now, therefore, make the grievous service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, lighter, and we will serve you. He said to them, Come again to me after three days. So the people departed. King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men who had stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived, saying, What counsel do you give me about how to answer these people? They spoke to him, saying, If you are kind to these people, please them and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he abandoned the counsel of the old men which they had given him and took counsel with the young men who had grown up with him, who stood before him. He said to them, What counsel do you give, that we may give an answer to these people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke that your father put on us lighter? The young men who had grown up with him spoke to him, saying, Thus you shall tell the people who spoke to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy, but make it lighter on us. Thus you shall say to them, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. Now, whereas my father burdened you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king asked, saying, Come to me again the third day. The king answered them roughly, and King Rehoboam abandoned the counsel of the old men, and spoke to them after the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to it. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So the king didn't listen to the people, for it was brought about by God that Yahweh might establish his word, which he spoke to Ahijah the Shilonite, to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. When all Israel saw that the king didn't listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion do we have in David? We don't have an inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to your tents, Israel. Now see to your own house, David. So all Israel departed to their tents. But as for the children of Israel who lived in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Hadaram, who was over the men subject to forced labor, and the children of Israel stoned him to death with stones. King Rehoboam hurried to get himself up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel rebelled against David's house to this day. Second Chronicles chapter 11. When Rehoboam had come to Jerusalem, he assembled the house of Judah and Benjamin. 
180,000 chosen men who were warriors to fight against Israel, to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam. But Yahweh's word came to Shemaiah, the man of God, saying, Speak to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all Israel and Judah and Benjamin, saying, Yahweh says you shall not go up, nor fight against your brothers. Every man return to his house, for this thing is of me. So they listened to Yahweh's words and returned from going out against Jeroboam. Jeroboam, Rehoboam lived in Jerusalem and built cities for defense in Judah. He built Bethlehem, Etam, Tekoa, Bethzur, Soko, Agilom, Gath, Merashah, Ziph, Adoraim, Lachish, Ezekah, Zora, Aijalon, and Hebron, which are fortified cities in Judah and in Benjamin. He fortified the strongholds and put captains in them with stores of food, oil, and wine. He put shields and spears in every city and made them exceedingly strong. Judah and Benjamin belonged to him. The priests and the Levites who were in all Israel stood with him out of all their territory. For the Levites left their pasture lands and their possessions and came to Judah and Jerusalem. For Jeroboam and his sons cast them off, that they should not execute the priest's office to Yahweh. He himself appointed priests for the high places, for the male goat and calf idols which he made. After them, out of all the tribes of Israel, those who set their hearts to seek Yahweh, the God of Israel, came to Jerusalem to sacrifice to Yahweh, the God of their fathers. So they strengthened the kingdom of Judah and made Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, strong for three years. For they walked three years in the way of David and Solomon. Rehoboam took a wife for himself, Mahalath the daughter of Jeremoth, the son of David, and of Abahel, the daughter of Eliab, the son of Jesse. She bore him sons, Jeush, Shemariah, and Zaim. After her, he took Makah, the granddaughter of Absalom, and she bore him Abijah, Atai, Ziza, and Shelemith. Rehoboam loved Makah, the granddaughter of Absalom, above all his wives and his concubines, for he took eighteen wives and sixty concubines and became the father of twenty-eight sons and sixty daughters. Rehoboam appointed Abijah, the son of Makah, to be his chief, the prince among his brothers, for he intended to make him king. He dealt wisely and dispersed some of his sons throughout the lands of Judah and Benjamin to every fortified city. He gave them food in abundance, and he sought many wives for them. Second Chronicles chapter 12. When the kingdom of Rehoboam was established and he was strong, he abandoned Yahweh's law and all Israel with him. In the fifth year of King Rehoboam, Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem because they had trespassed against Yahweh with 1,200 chariots and 60,000 horsemen. The people were without number who came with him out of Egypt, the Lubim, the Sukim, and the Ethiopians. He took the fortified cities which belonged to Judah and came to Jerusalem. Now Shemaiah the prophet came to Rehoboam and to the princes of Judah who were gathered together to Jerusalem because of Shishak and said to them, Yahweh says, You have forsaken me, therefore I have also left you in the hand of Shishak. The princes of Israel and the king humbled themselves, and they said, Yahweh is righteous. When Yahweh saw that they humbled themselves, Yahweh's word came to Shemaiah, saying, They have humbled themselves. I will not destroy them, but I will grant them some deliverance, and my wrath won't be poured out on Jerusalem by the hand of Shishak. Nevertheless, They will be his servants, that they may know my service and the service of the kingdoms of the countries. 
So Shishak, the king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem and took away the treasures of Yahweh's house and the treasures of the king's house. He took it all away. He also took away the shields of gold which Solomon had made. King Rehoboam made shields of bronze in their place and committed them to the hands of the captains of the guard who kept the door of the king's house. As often as the king entered into Yahweh's house, the guard came and bore them, then brought them back into the guardroom. When he humbled himself, Yahweh's wrath turned from him, so as not to destroy him altogether. Moreover, there were good things found in Judah. So King Rehoboam strengthened himself in Jerusalem and reigned. For Rehoboam was forty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which Yahweh had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. His mother's name was Namah the Ammonitess. He did that which was evil, because he didn't set his heart to seek Yahweh. Now the acts of Rehoboam, first and last, aren't they written in the histories of Shemaiah the prophet and Ido the seeker, the seer, in the genealogies? There were wars between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried in David's city, and Abijah his son reigned in his place. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.